Fast thoughts? Fast thoughts. I'm Adam Daniel. It was a gorgeous day here in the dot. A little bit windy, but we can handle that too. I do quite a bit of reading. And I'm university educated. And, you know, I've done a lot of interesting things in my life. I've been to a lot of interesting places. I've lived in a lot of interesting places. It's a nice cross-section of different experiences. I continue to read. I continue to go interesting places. Not exactly sure about continuing to live other places yet, although I still leave that one open. And I don't claim to be a super gargantuan intellectual. And I don't claim to be an expert about anything. If ever in my life I did claim to be an expert about something, I've quickly disavowed that. I might know a lot about a particular subject, and I might continue to exhaustively research topics, as I do. For example, the interwar period between the two big world wars, for me, is an inexhaustible source of, we'll call it intellectual satisfaction. There is never enough detail. I could continue to pick up tomes and books about things like that. And immediately prior to the First World War, between 1900 and 1914, I just love that period. The bulk of the books that are in my library comprise subjects of that nature, although I read about everything, let's be clear. I think it's always best to opt for the humble approach. And don't say that you're humble, just be humble. But I'm just saying it now because it's a vlog. Just be humble. Don't go on and say, I'm like this and I'm like that. What am I trying to say here? You know, the truth is, even the scientists, in respect of the situation we find ourselves in globally with respect to SARS-NCoV-2, COVID-19, coronavirus disease-19, and or the coronavirus, we find ourselves in a situation where even the so-called experts, even the scientists, don't know exactly what's going on with this thing, how it actually functions. They have an inkling about how it functions. They have a maybe some case history, but it is hardly exhaustive to wit. Let's look at the numbers. Again, I'm approximating. But like, what is it? 18 million people around the world have been afflicted by SARS-NCoV-2. Then under 710,000 people have actually been casualties from this thing. So the death rate is effectively around 6%. It's still significant. But if we compare, for example, with the Spanish flu of 1919, 20, and 21, the world's population in those years was 1.5 to 2 billion people. And the Spanish flu affected 20, excuse me, killed 20 million people globally while affecting one-third of the planet's population, which is probably approaching somewhere near, I don't know, 750 million people around the world? Million people. That's a pandemic. That's a pandemic. Less than 710 people globally does not a pandemic make. In terms of what we understand a pandemic to be, I am not trying to build up to an explanation and saying that the coronavirus is not a global health concern. But what I am saying for sure 
is that more thinking needs to be done about the things that are being done by governments and authorities about the coronavirus. All I'm asking people to do is to use their head and their thinking caps to think very clearly about what you're being asked to do, to think very clearly about what you're being asked to relinquish, to concede, to surrender. I want you to think very clearly about those things. Don't just do things mindlessly. You'll hear a lot in a lot of vlogs online and videos about people saying things like, it's the law, so I do it. I am not, of course, telling anybody to break the law. Uh, people are also saying things like, you know, I want to do my part, so I'm going to do X, Y, and Z things, right? Very admirable in one perspective, but from another side, it's almost a bit frightening because you're doing things by people that don't necessarily understand the full breadth and range of the things that are involved with this virus. Again, let's just state a few things for the record. First, the coronavirus is a thing. It's a very serious thing. Um, and if you recover from the coronavirus, even through some miracle, it doesn't, it doesn't kill you. You'll have long-term lung, respiratory system, and in many cases, organ problems. So you don't want to get it. Obviously, you don't want to get it. You want to be smart when you're out. You know, you don't want to be doing stupid things, going to stupid parties, or you don't want to be, I don't know, really, you don't want to be doing stupid things. You don't want to be, I don't know, if you're playing sports or exchanging sweat glands or bumping uglies or whatever you want to call it. You don't want to be doing stupid things or sharing somebody's food. You just don't want to do stupid things like that. But you don't need to be paranoid. And you certainly, as I said just a few beats back, you certainly need to question a lot of the things that you're being asked to do. It is not a crime or it is not a moral failing to ask why. To ask why. I mean, do as much reading or so-called research as you can do. And then come to conclusions of your own making. For example, I'm sure a lot of you are aware of the fact that contained within the legislation itself, I'm talking about Canada now, other jurisdictions have their laws, but with respect to the Canadian provinces and airlines, which are a federal jurisdiction in Canada, built within the laws requiring people of a certain age to actually wear face coverings is what's known the exemptions. There are exemptions built into the laws. Therefore, it is not breaking the law to exempt yourself from wearing a mask. What are the exemptions? Again, this is not legal advice, and I'm not going to give you an exhaustive list of the exemptions. But there are exemptions. And if you exercise your exemption right under the various pieces of legislation, you are not committing a crime. Just to state that again for the record. If you decide to exercise your exemption rights under the same legislation that compels you to wear a face covering, you are not breaking the law. It's in the legislation. Get in touch with me offline if you need sources and if you need various links and things. I don't trust Facebook and I don't trust other platforms where I post this to end up sort of pulling this video down. But just the truth is, there are exemptions. And they're legitimate exemptions. And a lot of the exemptions have to do with the fact that you're being compelled to do things by authorities that don't themselves know all of the answers. Now, just again, state for the record, I am not saying that masks don't assist masks do assist. They limit what's called the viral load. Are they foolproof? No. 
Is it a black and white world? No, it is not. Even though some would have us believe that it is. Is it a, is it a yes, no, zero, one binary world? Obviously it is not. Are masks foolproof? No, because they have holes. They have holes up here. Even if you're wearing an N95, they have holes up here. They have holes down here. For those of you that are listening to this and that are not um, not watching this, there's a podcast version as well. It comes in through your cheeks. It comes in through your nasal cavity. It comes in through beneath your chin and your neck area because there's holes. It's not like a hermetic seal. You know, you're dealing with a virus. It's it's you know it, it measures in microns. It'll get in if it wants to get in. But wearing a mask obviously limits your viral load, and the amount of virus that you take in initially is going to determine how sick you'll get. And if it actually asymptomatically goes into full symptomatic, if you have more virus in your body, it's going to take a bigger wallop of your system and possibly kill you. God forbid. So just to say, masks do help. But the point I wanted to make with this fast thoughts is. If you feel that you're not compelled to wear a mask, you are legally within your rights to do so. And the other thing is, if you're thinking about it, if you've done the research, for example, I'll give you an example of somebody who's done the research, somebody that actually manufactures PPE, a human being that actually for a living manufactures personal protective equipment and they decide not to wear a mask, are you going to tell the person that actually manufactures PPE that chooses not to wear a mask for whatever reason, but let's not go there? They're not breaking the law. So think, I'm not an expert. I'm I'm not giving you advice. I'm not a scientist. And even the scientists don't have all the answers. They don't. I'm sorry. They're not God. So you want to limit the balance of probabilities. And again, limit your possibility of, if you believe, giving the virus or receiving the virus. I get it. That's something you can do. But currently contained within the legislation are exemptions that remove the need for people who feel that they don't want to wear one, the ability not to wear one. And you can't go around and call them killers. And the other thing, my friends, too, I just want to state for the record, if you're a shop owner, if you're a retailer, if you are in the service industry, and you ask somebody to wear a mask, and they say to you, I am exempt under the law, and that can cite the bylaws in Toronto, it's 541-2020 if you're in the city of Toronto, and section 2D actually exempts you from the need to wear one if they continue to harass you just for the record you can just tell them very politely say look i don't want to argue about this and you don't really want to do this because you're already breaking the law by asking me to actually by forcing me to wear the mask moreover if i tell you i have an exemption and there are reasons why you would exempt yourself i don't have to explain not me but i'm saying somebody who does this i don't have to explain to you what my exemption is it's in the legislation And if they continue to badger you, it's actually breaking the law. Just FYI, okay, so that you guys know. Because I want you guys to have all the information. So that's part of it too. Now, personally speaking, um, you know, when I go into certain places, I do wear a mask, obviously. Um, But some places I don't. Um, If I'm running into an empty Timmy's, Tim Hortons that is, if I'm running into an empty Timmy's, I don't wear a mask. If I run into an empty gas station, I'm not wearing a mask. Um, If there's a throng of people, which I generally avoid, obviously, I don't want to get involved with throngs and I want to be as far away from people as possible. But you know what I'm trying to say? Use your head. Think. Make your own choices. Legally. Morally, ethically. Legally, morally, ethically. I keep saying that. Make your own choices. I don't call myself an expert. I don't call myself a character witness. I don't call myself a scientist. But I know the law. So... Just FYI, 
um, as we get deeper and deeper down this rabbit hole of this sundering of the global economy and especially here in Canada, an absolute evisceration of Canada's national debt and the deficit in the federal government, which is just an absolute and utter farce. I mean, it's just a farce. We don't know when we're going to recover from that. If anybody thinks that that's okay, you need to check yourself. Seriously, need to, you seriously need to check yourself. If you think that racking up trillion dollars in national debt for a country that has a population of 37 million souls, if you think that that's okay, you seriously need to check yourself or you need to have an economics masterclass because that's not acceptable. Um, and yeah, just, you know, take the bird's eye macro view of what's going on with the macro situation and the macro economy and you'll see uh, just how wild and woolly things are. So while they have you focused on masks and public health threats and whatever else is going on in the zeitgeist and there's a ton of things going on and bet your biscuit as we approach the U.S. Federal General there's going to be more fun times coming our way soon even north of the 49th parallel in Canada um, just use your head use your head use your head please my friends use the head and the cognition for which you have been granted use it wisely fast thoughts fast thoughts